This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. And every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason you're single. This week's reason is... You like drama. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later on. Also in the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, how shrooms can possibly help with rejection. We don't recommend doing them, but there's a study on that we're going to talk about later. And when people talk about engagements the most, what month that's happening, then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. He's a hilarious comedian, very talented actor who has appeared on Girls, Younger, The Daily Show, Colbert, the film The Disappearance of Eleanor Rigby, and a ton of other places. He was recently cast in the new Lethal Weapon pilot. Please welcome my bud jonathan fernandez hi thanks for coming on the show yeah thanks for having me kidding this is great Very now excited. uh i gotta say uh by far mm-hmm. angela and i were lucky enough to be walking my dog when he arrived and yes, i would say it a was vision a vision down the street in williamsburg a vision in yellow by far yellow pants the coolest way anybody has ever arrived to our podcast with hot girl on the back yeah. of a motorcycle coolest outfit you've ever seen on i don't know we'll take a picture at the end and we'll post it when this episode yeah. goes up but it's, uh, it's just my uh for you who do not know who i am i am of a brown complexion maybe mocha <laughs> uh-huh. and if uh my skin allowed it i would be blushing right now well Aww. you were a badass pulling up yeah. to the podcast that's no. all i can say about I'm that big poser it's all none of it i don't fit into any of the biker meetings <laughs> uh, bikers the... blush <laughs> okay well, i'm sure the sensitive ones that's do. the name of our group bikers blush. <laughs> that's a good one so jonathan does a lot of comedy at ucb which is a theater mm-hmm. angela and i frequent and i've taken mm-hmm. classes there but our how we met story our how we met story <laughs> is we were both on an episode of vh1's big morning buzz then the host got replaced by Nick Lachey. Now the show is canceled. But uh, anyways, that's our friendship. How we met story. I didn't know it was canceled. I thought I knew yeah. that he. I thought he was still doing it. Uh, I when I Wikipedia googled it, <laughs> unless it was wrong, it looked like it was canceled. Oh wow! Um, Nick Lachey just can't catch a break. Has a weird wife. Lachey. Yeah, yeah, his wife's like I mean, he's fine. He's he, doing fine. Guys. I know. I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Well, we hear. I've heard. I interviewed a lot of celebrities uh-huh. when I worked at various Entertainment Weekly magazine. I heard she's not that nice. She, his I, wife. I interned at TRL when she was uh, VJ there. And uh, long story short, she's classic. I don't know how much. Am I talking shit right now? I'm about no. to talk shit. I think. Uh, talk, talk the shit. <laughs> yeah. We talk a lot of the, shit. This cool. will leave this room. <laughs> long story short, she's just like, um, I'm hot girl, but look how funny I can be. And it's uh, almost never funny. Uh, uh, yeah. Like she thinks like the hotness will speak for itself. Yeah, totally. It's like, no, oh, I'm right. being so silly right now. It's like, well, not if you're saying you are. Right. Yes. But when you're that hot, nobody calls you out and everybody just laughs. True. And I was just some lowly college intern yeah. and I had no no testicular fortitude to say anything sure. to her. Well, she doesn't have the credits you have now. So <laughs> let's just say that. Um, well, anyway, that's our How We Met story. I wanted to know, what is your personal How We Met story with your lady love, your wife? Sorry, ladies. He's taken. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, we were uh, cheerleaders at Penn State. 
No. Did you know that? No. Yeah. That's what? what You've never told me that. Hence that's her stature. Good. She's four foot ten and three quarters. So did you throw her up in the air? Was there a lot of that Not happening? Me. I mean, I have done it in the past, <laughs> okay. but we weren't partnered up. Uh, she was with my friend Vinny, who is also a short man. Uh, <laughs> so they were like a better match because uh, of his height. Uh-huh. But, um, but we have pictures of us like, you know, doing a toss liberty Wait. Just throwing out these buzzwords, these Whoa. cheerleading buzzwords. Very insidery for the cheerleader. Yeah. I don't like, know what that is. I just recently started taking trapeze classes. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I haven't learned a lot of this. I don't know if that's, that's probably has nothing to do with cheerleading. It's but in the same world, I think. I think it's it? like under the same umbrella. Of like a gymnastic I can't gymnasticy with stuff this, with this crowd. I need to take a juggling or something. But can you do a cartwheel? No, I can't. Shut what? Up. I can do like a tumble where you like stick your head between your legs and just fall forward like a child. Did you not like have you a child? What happened? Why was your childhood? I have jeans that every woman has. Like I'm missing girl jeans and that it's like the gene to do a cartwheel and the gene to braid hair. <laughs> like gen- in this turn of genetics. I can do both like of those. Denim. What does that say about me? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, teach me. That <laughs> reminds me of like Bring It On. Wasn't it like the cheerleader dating one of the like hot dude cheerleader cheerleaders in that yes. movie? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, see, the thing is like that movie is the classic like uh, it's just nothing like that. I feel like there was there basically were uh, like a handful in like at, we would have camps like every mm-hmm. August, like before the school year started and the proper season. And there would be like 30 schools there up in uh, Syracuse or something. And it would just be, there would be like a thousand dudes and like five of them were gay. <laughs> like, honestly, it was, it's yeah. not like a thing. It's like, it's interesting. The perception of the sport, right. mm-hmm. S- sport is in quotes, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's really weird the way it is. Cause it's not at all like that. You Obviously, have to be very athletic. I mean, gay guys are athletic, but like, right. I just mean like, it's, I feel like it's a competitive sport and yeah. you know, why is there that stereotype? I think I originally mean, it was like that. Like, I think back in the day, whenever that day was, I think a lot of effeminate males gravitated towards doing mm-hmm. that because, I don't know, that's how they felt comfortable <laughs> expressing them, their athletic selves or something. Sure. And their school well, Angela, almost like a dance. I was say, Angela's, like like, a, Angela's like a summer dance camp girl. Yeah. She spent all of, her, all of her summers going to musical theater. So, like, did any of you basically have told me it was all gay guys? Yeah, but I mean, there was always like the one straight guy who was like king and like had dated every girl that played like Eponine within a 50 mile radius. Mm, yeah, that guy, um, that guy's in every, yeah. he's everywhere. That guy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. good, God bless him. Good on him. I wonder but, if the uh, thing that changes, what, well, what, was, what age was this? Um, This was like middle school up till high school. Oh, okay. Because I feel like in maybe before college, it's, you see like a lot of gay dudes do it. But then I think once you get to college, it's a lot of ex- blank sport oh player. interesting and so it's like a lot of ex like uh uh lacrosse guys a lot of yeah. football players and they just want to still be like part of the action and have a certain status <laughs> in school yeah. so like a lot of them just want to be like oh man i'm like at the end zone for the touchdowns i'm like <laughs> this is better than like front row it's so dumb <laughs> what former sport did you play uh i actually was big in soccer and uh and track and field and I was going to do those either. My, those were my high schools i was varsity soccer oh, nice. track and cross country did i you did in cross- college no, I wasn't that good. Oh. I did cross country <laughs> for two days in high school. Oh, cross country is no joke. It is. Uh, I learned that. No yeah. joke. Yeah, I thought everyone can run, but not everyone can run. Also through the woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Hard like your, distances. You, every every match or meet or whatever is a horror movie. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to just like, if only they had uh, GoPros then, I could have like made a lot of my own. Yeah. What was that movie everybody watched? The Blair Witch. Blair, Blair Witch. Yeah, I could have yeah. like made We're a dating, Blair Witch. dating ourselves with that reference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are. Um, what was your pickup line 
with your well, wife? Well, okay. So it depends on who you ask. So like if, <laughs> if you ask me, I say that uh, there was no pickup line and it just gradually happened by having a lot of uh, Zach Morris study dates, Ooh. you know, where she would come over and it would be like 30% studying and 60% <laughs> that doesn't add up to 100%. But uh, <laughs> so it was like 60 30. What in were you favor doing that other flirting. 10%? <laughs> uh, changing channels and playing oh, video okay. games and her uh, wishing she wasn't there and doing something else. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And then uh, so it just kind of like developed that way for me. But with her, she said that it started with me asking for her AOL screen name. Her I oh, A I M yeah yeah which was Summer Girl something <laughs> like one. hers was like Summer Girl like with numbers probably yeah, yeah it was like yeah, yeah. her birthday forty six thirty five yeah forget and uh, so that's what she says even though mm-hmm. I told her like it was like this is for studying purposes only and I don't remember having like any ulterior motives at the time I just thought she was cute and that's it. But that is, an old, right? Like yeah, you, yeah. you didn't want to study with the like no, not uh, sorry. Right, so exactly. The mis- so the missing point is that like I refused to date cheerleaders at the time. She was a year mm-hmm. below me, and it just it tore apart so many friendships on the team because like here's the thing about cheerleading: mixing business with pleasure. Yeah, well, yeah. it's like the only uh, sport that mixes the the two genders like wholeheartedly in every way i was gonna say of right. course straight guys would want to be on the cheerleading squad you yeah, mean like more straight guys gorgeous there's nothing gay women. about it yeah at all nothing yeah. and the thing is like you're in college you're young everybody's reasonably attractive and you're like all touchy-feely by virtue of what it is you're doing yeah, like a very like, underneath girls like looking at their well skirts, yeah right? angela i mean that's what I mean, happens it's, it's a fact it's a byproduct <laughs> of the sport. this sounds like bring it on i know my knowledge is just strictly <laughs> well here's the thing when people, when people are always like oh man you get to see like you you like looking up the skirts like or whatever who's? but the thing yeah. is like you're always worried about them uh dying falling right. and, and getting becoming uh uh paralyzed you know, and that's obviously yeah. oh. not life's are at stake. Yeah, so you have yeah. your priorities in order. So I feel like the and the whole time too, you're like kind of breaking it because you're like, you know, there's a hundred thousand people around you, and you're doing the stunt, and you don't want to look like an idiot. You know, so it's I feel like the it's I don't know the perception is very weird. Yeah, we learned a lot about cheerleading. Yeah, guys, unexpected lesson. If you're listening to this and you're in high school, probably you should sign up for cheerleading if you're yeah. a straight dude. And uh, if you're in college, I don't know, maybe you could still try out if you're a right. former athlete. It's a serious trial. It's a three-day trial. Yeah. You oh, could be like Jonathan and meet a lovely, eligible lady who you then <laughs> later on go to marry. Yeah. Yeah. I also gave her a wedgie. I gave her a wedgie one of the first times I met her. I was big on wedgies <laughs> in my freshman or my sophomore year of college. You're a bully. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was just a funny... I was big on wedgies and also tattletaling. <laughs> Oh, no. I thought it was so funny to rat people out for stupid reasons, like things that don't matter. Like what? Like uh, like littering on the bus, like as you're going to you littered the game. on the bus. Yeah. Like you told the bus driver? I would go tell the bus driver because I thought oh it was the God. funniest thing in the world at the time because people would <laughs> get very uncomfortable with it. You were like eco-friendly before it was like a like a right. very popular thing to be. That's true. Or yeah, you it was were a snitch. Well, yeah, snitches get uh, yeah. cheerleading snitches. Should we talk about what's in the news? Let's. What's in the news? What have you been reading about, Angela? Drugs. So uh, in Science of Us on New York Mag, Melissa Dahl wrote a piece on how rejection doesn't hurt so bad if you're doing mushrooms. I want to know more about how they did this study. So these crazy scientists. Um, isn't that with like every situation? Every situation is better on your drugs. drugs? Yeah. Well, there's actually a perfectly uh, logical explanation. So it says like, Scientists find that there's like a reciprocal relationship between anxiety and your ego. So if you're focusing 
I'm just going to read it because it's like really science-y. So it says, focusing on yourself seems to increase a person's anxiety and anxiety likewise increases self-focus. So hallucinogenic drugs expand your consciousness. So like if you're basically not able to concentrate on anything, you can't be self-conscious. That makes sense. Yeah. You're not thinking about yourself. Most people are like constantly like thinking about themselves and how. We're like a narcissistic creature by, uh, by, I don't know. By nature. By By nature. nature. Thank you. Human. But shrooms expand your consciousness. Uh, But but then when you're done with the shrooms, are you back back to to, being sad? Back into (laughs) being the narcissistic jerk all that you are yeah i do think the study like the way they figured it out is actually really funny they had um 21 people play this game like a video game where it was like basically like monkey in the middle like these two like uh people were throwing a ball back and forth and they wouldn't let you get the ball so you felt rejected (laughs) but then they like put them on shrooms and they didn't care so these like stone people were like they're having a good time playing ball. I still good think that this experiment is not very sophisticated, though. I feel like that could be in like literally every variable, variably different situation. Yes, you know, it's just like right. if you are doing this drug, that kind of you shuts your brain don't off. Don't care. Yeah, you won't care about the, the current thing that's happening. Yeah, like what can we take away from this? Like, if you get dumped, do some shrooms. Probably not. That's not good advice I feel like that's to give not our advice listeners. Advice I want to give. Well, yeah. here's a here's a question from a. Uh, uh, from a total square who's never done <laughs> mushrooms. I've never done mushrooms I've either. I've never done mushrooms. Oh. Okay, well, three. What a bunch of nerds. Wait, <laughs> I actually have mushrooms in my house. Let's do really? them. Do you want me to explain why, though? I don't, like, have drugs. Okay. Part so. of me wants to, like, never know the answer to this. <laughs> okay, I'll tell it really quick. Nick went to buy some... Uh, Nick, my husband, he went to buy some like canvases from an artist that was giving them away for like half the price or selling them for Uh half the price they were. So he went to pick them up. He had never met this guy. He like was an artist he followed on Instagram. So he goes to his studio and the guy's like, they spend like an hour like moving these canvases into a truck. And at the end, he's like, so, so bro, uh, let me give you these, uh, well, before you leave, let me give you these mushrooms. If you like them, I like can sell them in bulk because they just think Nick looks like someone that does drugs because he's uh-huh. got long hair, which also Nick, if you're an artist, yeah, an right, artist, right. Nick, by the way, and some of his art is very like, looks like you would be on hallucinogenics, yes, trippy. Mm-hmm. but he is also a square just like us, <laughs> has never done mushrooms, but he felt so uncomfortable because he didn't know this artist that he was like, uh, j- oh, okay. And the guy Peer just pressure handed him mushrooms not even in a bag just like so then nick gets home he's like oh my god i've been carrying drugs wait, they, wait, wait they weren't they weren't housed in any kind of container no no so he oh pulls from his palm of his hand sprinkled it like fairy dust so then like nick in his pocket jacket like is just pulling out mushrooms like hallucinogenic mushrooms and he's like where do i put these i was like wait you're dropping them our dog's gonna eat them so we're putting them in a bag we don't know what to do with them anyways sounds like an american pie four situation yeah yeah. that's like the cutest story about nick and it's funny that involves mushrooms (laughs) yeah it's adorable that he just didn't know what to do so he he said so he took drugs Um, isn't that a faux I mean, I don't know anything about how uh, drug deals work, but I feel like <laughs> isn't it weird to just hand any kind of anything that you're going to put in your mouth to just be like, here's this thing you're going to put in your mouth out of a package. It's in my hand right now. I'm going right. to put it in your hand for yeah. you to put it in your mouth yeah. later. It's kind of gross. Weird. It's Yeah, it's gross, especially for, yeah, if you're a germaphobe for sure. Yeah. But just for anyone, it's gross. But you but, saved it, so you're saving it for a special occasion. Yeah. But was, I, I cut you off. You were going to say... For a square was not on drugs. What oh, was yeah. your oh, thought yeah. on this? Oh fuck! What was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> yeah, for a square who hasn't done a, uh, well any drugs really. I feel like 
I uh, don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like like, I this is what it would feel that. like if you did do drugs. I, yes, I ruined it with my tangential story. Which was infinitely more interesting than my anecdote. Uh, either way, I would say we all agree, like, getting over rejection is hard, but for the brief moment, you're on shrooms. Yeah, you have to feel your feelings to get over them. You feel, know? feel the feels. Feel your feelings. Oh, oh, what I was going to say was like, <laughs> here we go. sorry, yes. okay, okay, here we go. Here we yes. go. This is what we were waiting for this moment right now. So the mushroom bit. Is it a drug that you can get addicted to? Oh no, I feel like it would be weird to have a mushroom addiction. Like I would guess that you you're so don't. out on like on another planet. I don't think you can get addicted to that. I am not a specialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good question though, because maybe if for like a brief moment, if it does help you through a breakup, like well, why, why not? Because is it a thing that just like uh, it only makes you hallucinate? Is that all that happens? I think so. Yeah, it's like you need a sober sister with you. As I was called. the sober in high school. My parents were out of town, and my seven best friends came over, and they had bought shrooms, and we were all going to do them together. Because mm-hmm. I guess you really want to be in like a safe place. Mm-hmm. And seven is a lot of best friends. Seven. I had a lot of friends. That's <laughs> a I lot say. of best yeah, friends. You were really popular. I was incredibly popular, uh, and they all came over to my house. We were like way too young to be doing this, but. Uh, we they all did shrooms, but I was one of those people when like people were trying to peer pressure me. I thought it was like cooler to do the opposite, so I didn't totally. do shrooms. For you. I agree I'm, to this day. That's I know I feel like it's cool, but I also miss my shroom opportunity because now I feel like it's like a little too late to start experimenting. <laughs> the shroom window has closed. The shroom window. Has you have closed. them in your house, but it was my friends were freaking out and like talking to my like plastered cat. Oh my god! Like I don't my. There's like a ceramic cat in my house. They were like talking to it and staring at their eyes. And they definitely were hallucinating and freaking Yikes. out. Yeah. So you hallucinate. You also kind of like turn off to not really feeling anything about whatever is going on around you. Right. Like any right. negative emotion or whatever. Yeah. You're like, how can I worry about this feeling when there's like a dinosaur over there? So is it, <laughs> is it only bad because it's like a, a, a you know, a non-controlled substance? Like that's what that's I'm sure you can bad. overdose and die. I'm sure there's a there's lot of bad. Can you though? I do think you yeah. get like nauseous from it. I've been. Told. You can have bad highs. There's definitely got to be a lot of bad things associated with shrooms, or everyone would be doing right. them for fun. Because my point is, like, is it uh, is it worse to? Well, because the thing is, like, with drinking, like, you know, alcohol is a, a downer, mm-hmm. right? So you don't want to, uh, as much as it might kind of make you feel better after something bad happens, ultimately it makes you feel worse. You get depressed right. immediately after. Yeah, exactly. But if you don't have that uh, that after effect from shrooms, then it's better to just do that. True. From the three okay. squares who have never done them, we're telling people to do. No, okay, I'll He's, tell a yeah, story. Yeah, some shroom aficionado right now is like losing. He's like, they don't get it. They just don't know how it works. Get it. They're gonna, they're, they're gonna kill people. But they tell them there to do are shrooms. stories about like people taking shrooms and then like running into the street and like getting hit, like or like I don't know. Jumping yeah, people off buildings can go crazy. So that is a negative side effect. If you're, you could kill yourself. I guess doing shrooms. <laughs> Debatably, jumping off the side of a building could be a bad side effect. Maybe there's that guy's time. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest. That's terrible. Laura, are you reading about something a little more uplifting? Okay, <laughs> yes. I have... This is something I actually found on Cosmos. Sexy. Cosmos Snapchat. Sexy. Uh, Whisper gathered proposal statistics from its 20 million users and they found what month people are talking about proposals and engagements the most on social media mm. do you guys want to guess should i just tell I you have an idea. did you say I you said whisper yeah it's this website called whisper oh okay sorry i thought it was something i 
should have known what it was. But it's fine. No, no, no. Yeah. It's like a... Uh, isn't that Whisper app that's like when people, they like submit secrets or something? Yeah, but it's they like... like post-secret. They kind of changed what they do now. Oh, everybody's changing. They're all changing. If it's not working, then you, you know, you got to survival the fittest. Yeah. You yeah. got to adapt. Um, but right. yeah, Cosmo posted this graph on their Snapchat. I would and, guess. Can I guess? Yeah. Do you want to guess, Jonathan? What month are people most talking about proposals and engagements? For month? Season will be easier, right? Sure. I have a theory. What? Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say December or January because like the holidays and New Year, like that's when people get engaged, right? Oh my God. Really? Yeah. December is number one and then January is number two. And it is, I mean, the holiday season. There, there's that window where they say, I think it's like from Christmas to Valentine's Day is like the window people say, right? Isn't when it? people get engaged. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, your feed, you know it. Your feeds are like flooded with ring shots and yeah, ring selfies. Especially like, yeah, I feel like after New Year's, everybody gets engaged. That's yeah. why I don't want to get engaged then. I don't yeah, want to feel like everyone else. So I really cool. thought that it would yeah. be like like early spring so like march to april because it's like new beginnings but april it also, is yeah. one of the last well, what a well, march weddings. and april i'm sure a lot of weddings happen during that month but the engagements yeah do not march and april are very low it looks like may is the lowest but then there's a huge spike in june june's got the third so it's like december then january um february's got like a little bit of a dip off they look like they're in like fifth fourth place uh but third place is june so like june and july so it's like june and july december january february there's like little hmm. chunks so it's like i think you want those like beautiful summer months yeah or, i mean that's what most, i was thinking about yeah. in general this yeah. is coming from a guy who proposed in february but it was be- because of a date oh i mean a date on a calendar. i got proposed right. to in february too oh. what day well it's probably different. the day after valentine's day <laughs> so the 15th yes yeah is that when you proposed to your wife? No. Oh. What day? Seven days off. Oh. The 22nd. Whoa. Still very close. See, you guys are we're right after the window because it's like Valentine's Day is the end of the window, essentially. Yeah. And I think it makes sense because a lot of guys, you have to give a gift for... This is my theory of why mm-hmm. those dates are so popular. You have to give a gift for christmas and valentine's day anyways so like it's kind of like you can't think of anything else well no dudes are just like weaseling out of the double <laughs> gift you don't duty? have to double gift you're like giving right. like a huge diamond ring like that's your one gift right yeah oh man i would then not let that shit fly <laughs> if you were female in that situation no way wait why the 22nd oh the 22nd because uh uh it was anniversary no it was because of Oh, what it was was is the soonest we could get back to the place I wanted to propose her to, or propose at her, <laughs> and uh, and that was the and so the the ruse to get her to go. Th- it happened at Penn State. I'm going to sound like a huge Penn State fan, which I'm not <laughs> at all. I don't. I, I They've could gotten blow a tomorrow. lot of love on this podcast. <laughs> well, it's uh, it, whatever. It's you're matter. really cheering them on. <laughs> hey. Stop. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> uh, so basically, the situation is that uh, of all the things, of all the options I thought I had on the table to propose uh, or to come up with a, pr- a proposition, uh, it was the only one I liked. And so, I, and long, long story short, basically, we went on the one of the first dates we ever went on was a, a walk through the campus. And Aww. there's this one path 
that was just like a normal path and it forked into this other area that was like the most picturesque thing you could ever see in your life. There was like all these like it was autumn and it's the first time I've ever referred to fall as autumn by the way. <laughs> uh, and there were all these like dead leaves like strewn about. It was just like very pretty. And so I was like do you want to take the regular path or do you want to take the fall in love path? The road diverged in, in the woods and wood. I yeah. I took the path less traveled uh, by. Do you know the whole thing? No, that's all I know. No, well, it's so impressive. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so we went down that path, and so years, years later, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to find that, that path, part of the path again and like propose to her there. But we never go back to Penn State because how much we're not into that place, right? <laughs> but my, the ruse was that my brother was at school there, and his, uh, he was turning 21 on the 21st of that February. So we were oh. like, hey, let's go to uh, Penn State for his 21st. Meanwhile, I really wanted to propose. Totally throwing her off. So totally it was a surprise. Yeah, yeah. So smart. And so we go. And then uh, the, the, the worst part about the story is that uh, Penn State uh, is constantly under construction. Everything is always changing. And so uh, so we were casually just like, uh, I was like, hey, you know what we should do? We should go find the fall in love path. Really. She was like, yeah, 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 cool. And I was like, sweet. 45 minutes later, still can't find the fucking no. thing. Because the landscape had changed so fucking much. <laughs> and so the whole so time I'm, And she was like, oh, it's cool. We'll just come back another time. I was like, no, we need <laughs> to find that path. path. Yeah. And so eventually we just kind of settled on this one other picturesque area. And then, uh, and then I unloaded my monologue. Oh. That's beautiful. But still, beautiful. the point of the story is, fuck Penn State. <laughs> on that note, General 180. let's jump into the mailbox. Angela, what is in the mailbox that Jonathan's going to help our listeners with? Yes. Um, okay. So we have a question from B. A lot of people want us to be anonymous lately. Um, oh, not B-E-A? B. No, just like B is in the first letter of their name. Okay. So oh. B says. I mean, but like if if the person's name's like Brittany, Brian, like no one's going to know who it is. Whatever, are we, are you, we're going to be able to tell the, the, the gender maybe by the, maybe. the tone it's of the a, question. It is a lady. Oh. I, I can tell you. I can divulge that information. Okay. So B says, I need help on breaking up with my boyfriend. We've been official for about two months. And for the past few weeks, he's really been pushing my limits. He's been making. <laughs> jokes that I'm uncomfortable with and being really condescending when I get uncomfortable Wait, with the them. past few weeks and they've only been together two months this is so well, like officially the majority of things were good right. things were official. good for a, a month and one week maybe like during the courting phase but they could have right. been, been like yeah, yeah. Uh, like cool for like eight months right maybe well in these last <laughs> few weeks He's telling stupid jokes she says Aww. he gets mad when I tell him I don't want to send nudes uh, okay, that's not cool. Dickhead. Wow, 21st uh, relationship. Telling me that I'm not allowed to have any boundaries, getting upset about me wanting to change my hair. What? None of my friends like him, and I see that as another good sign to leave him. You are correct. Um, the only issue is that I don't know how. I hardly ever see him since we live almost half an hour away from each Wait, other. Wait, half an hour? What? And that's nothing. I know, that is really nothing. That's not, I'm like, fascinated by this, and by the I way. Don't... In, Wait, in New York, to get to Union Square like takes me half an hour. It takes yeah. um, almost half hour to get anywhere in your life. Yeah. Even if true. you live in your hometown and you work at the <laughs> yeah. hardware store down the street, it still is probably gonna, from you like getting ready and leaving. It's going to take you like 30 minutes to get yeah, there. If For it's sure. under a half hour, I can walk there. But in Clueless, doesn't the dad say like, like nowhere in whatever i'm gonna butcher the my wife would know what you're talking about that. <laughs> obsessed with that movie all right um but anyway so, so but she, she it's a i've had this issue before she says she doesn't want to dump him over text or phone 
Um, but, but it's so far away to get to him. <laughs> she so doesn't want to make hard. the half hour trip to see him, to dump him in person. But he's Any a dick. Ideas. He's a dick, it yeah. sounds like. He's a manipulative, controlling. Does sound I mean, like, like I wanted to dye my hair blue, and Nick was like, well, whatever. I was like, well, what about purple? He's like, sure. I was like, do you like me better, blonde or brunette? He's like, whatever. <laughs> like, like if, don't let guys tell you how to put your hair. No. Yeah, or Although whether would, you want to have boundaries or not. That's yeah. insane. Yes. Yeah, babe, you should not have flag. boundaries, right. babe. All right, I'm like obsessed with the hair and like Jonathan's pointing out a very <laughs> important point, yeah. which is like the boundaries thing is a more serious issue because that's uh, anybody should respect somebody's personal boundaries. The thing is Fuck like, the hair issue. <laughs> well, it's like uh, obviously B, I don't, I don't know you uh, as, a, as a person, right. He's an, even as B. a virtual uh, entity. Yeah, B, period. And so <laughs> the question is, uh, or I, I feel like it's just one of those things where like you no matter who you're with, you can't get taken advantage of in any, any situation in your life ever, you know, especially if you're with someone that's a, you know, in an intimate relationship. So it's insane that you, uh, if you are not lying in your query, uh, that you would, you shouldn't put up with any of that stuff, period, you know, yeah. and you don't even owe him a, a text. Fine. Who cares? If I mean, you the truth like is, yeah, after two months, it's, not a long not time. I mean, I would say don't do it through text. Yeah, call but, call him. You could call him and dump him and just be like, hey, you know, like this isn't really working out. I I feel kind of not respected. Like it's been too but much. But don't you think it goes by how much you how much the person deserves the way you kind of, break but, up with them? Yes. But she could talk it out, whatever. And like maybe this will I mean, she doesn't just it's not her duty to help him in future relationships, but she seems like an ultra con, uh considerate person. Uh, since she's even asking yeah. how to break up, yeah. she wants to do it in a very respectful way. But she also doesn't want to see him. She also doesn't want to see right. him. So I think she should just call him, yeah. to be honest. Compromise I his call. accidentally broke up with someone via text once. How do you accidentally do it? It wasn't on purpose. It. So I was dating somebody who lived in a different state. And I, like her, was waiting for us to be in person to break up with the person. But I just, I was like, I didn't want to do it. You feel horrible breaking up with somebody. I dragged my feet. It went on for too long. And then I just got pushed to the breaking point where like, I like had left my phone on my desk for like 20 minutes and I came back and there were a million texts from him. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore <laughs> through texts. Uh, was he a dick so though? No, he was actually very nice. Oh, you're an asshole. But he yeah. was like too, he was too demanding. He also, he, he like got mad that I wasn't answering his text and I was like, I'm at work. But you, too much. but you did too deliver. Much. I thought it was maybe like a a butt dial thing. Or I like, like no, no. I just like didn't mean to, and I, like, like bla you, I had blackout rage. You did. Okay. I wasn't react planning that way, to though. do it. I wasn't oh, I planning to right. break up with him via text, yeah. and I did in in an emotional state. Yeah, I, I still do and think, I, I regret that. <laughs> but I think in re but that but he was a nice guy, and so nice but if he wasn't, you you wouldn't. I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't regret. Right. And so I think uh, because of this particular B situation, I mm -hmm. feel like if you you don't oh it's two months, he's a dickhead that's probably referencing Family Guy left, right, and center. <laughs> Absolutely. Which first three seasons were great, but that's not what we're talking about. Uh, and so it's it's one of those things where like you don't owe him this elaborate uh, thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If, if it was like a two year sitch, like. Yeah. Right. You both deserve the your closure. Your families are like, you know, melding together right. and all that yeah. stuff. Right. You know what? I agree with Jonathan. Yeah. Um, I hope that helped you out, B. Yeah, just yeah. do it. Really Band-aid. Rip it just off. If it. you guys want your listener questions answered in an upcoming episode, you can email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can also find out our contact info on our website, thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. 
This week's reason is you like drama. I have friends that do this. It's like they like drama. Now, I have different ideas of why people mm-hmm. like drama in their relationships. Like, I don't know. Maybe you're just a type of person that likes it. But I have found, if I'm tr- attempting to psychoanalyze some people I know, a.k.a. also myself. Uh, one, one of your seven best friends. <laughs> one of my seven best friends. Hey, I had ten bridesmaids, okay? So, like, I feel like it's hard I'm to one, pick. One seven girls. It's hard to pick, friends. I feel like self-esteem-wise, I'd be very upset if I wasn't, if I thought I was pretty tight with you, and then I realized I wasn't one of the seven. I'd be like, come on, I'm getting cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. getting cut. You have yeah, you've got like seven friends. Yeah, yeah. like the majority would, of the women at your wedding are in your bridal party. <laughs> that's true. Like fucking Kelsey right now. Honestly, so. I did feel a little bad about that because there are some friends that I hang out with more and they weren't. It's it's hard to pick, but then you almost do it by yeah. groups, whatever. It's <laughs> it's a hard. It's a whole other episode. I, if I could, I would have had probably like, I would say like, fifth. if I could have had 15 bridesmaids, then I would have not had any guilt. If there was a movie called Laura Lane <laughs> and the 15 bridesmaids, I'd watch Ooh. it. Oh my, can we write that together, okay, guys? It's already hilarious. Catherine uh, Heigl would play you. Oh no, I wouldn't watch it then. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't watch myself either. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, she's great. Uh, no, she's. Not. she's <laughs> Please I, work I feel bad. She's good. Whatever. I know. I Who know. knows? Anyways, if I'm trying to psychoanalyze my friends, I I sometimes think that they're trying to like test out how much a guy likes them by right. like if they start a little drama and then they want to see how much he'll like fight for them or like back. Like right, I've noticed right. that they like kind of start fights to like test the waters. Isn't there like an expression like poking the bear? Yeah. Kind of they like they're poke, poking the bear. I think that mm. it means something else, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like you poke the bear and then eventually the bear's going to like kill you. I don't exactly. know. You poke the bear and, and, then it, and then you, you and then you get broken and then the up. bear dumps you. Or you yeah. might not be able to hear where it shits in the woods. I think that's how <laughs> Oh yeah. That, that, yes. That saying, it. that saying, uh, but then like it's, then they get they get mad because he might not reach out, and it's like, why would he supposed to be re- reaching out? You're the one that started the stupid fight. I don't know. What do you guys think about why people are you saying deliberately though? Like people will deliberately be like, let me test this fucker right now. <laughs> yeah, like not think so. Not maybe it's like a little subconscious, but I'll right. like my friends will have me analyze their texts as mm-hmm. friends do for each other, yeah. and I'll and I'll look it over. I'll be like, you're you're he's being really nice here and you're like looking for a problem that's not there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Well, isn't that thing maybe like, maybe this is uh, tangential, but like don't, I feel like dudes don't have this problem, but like I feel like women consistently and I feel like I'm pretty cool with like not being gender normative, (laughs) but I feel like it's uh, the thing of like just not being able to have a relationship with someone or not attracted to somebody that is nice to them all the time. Like the people that crave that, like that drama and that like being treated like shit and whatever that is. Yeah. Uh, do you find it more with like your women friends or your guy friends? I guess it's, I mean, I'm hesitant to say yes, but yeah, maybe it's just because I different kind of drama maybe because there are some guys that like are very passionate people. Yeah, there's guys that are dicks that will start fights with you for no reason, but uh, right. that's not really like the issue. I feel like we're like talking it's like about more here. in like the courting phase, just like I starting. Guess. And maybe I just think it's more women because right. my guy friends aren't. Well, they we, don't really ask me to analyze their texts or tell me about the arguments they're in, and then I can like literally look through and see who started it. But my women friends do, so I'm like, oh, you're the one that's always doing this, you yeah. know. But I don't know. Something we've talked about though that I guess is relevant here is like a lot of women are used to guys being dicks nowadays because a lot of you know there's like ghosting and there's just like guys are a little more forward in like being like negligent 
Nick or like they'll like say like inappropriate things because of the internet it like desensitizes them whatever so I think girls are like a little more burned than they used to be so they have their guard up that's that's true the having your guard up and like yeah I've had a friend that like went out on a date with like a he literally lied about everything he was a pathological liar lied about where I worked where he lived everything so then the next guy she dates she's like constantly questioning so every little thing he says she's probably like her like back is up back is up what does that mean what is that about yeah I have another friend who like dated this guy who was a total douche and so much drama and always started fights but that I don't even consider in this realm that guy was just like had some issues but there's also one of those things where sometimes uh, sometimes thing issues arise from uh, from that classic he's just not that into you right and because I've had that situation where like you know uh, a a lady might expect certain things from me and so um, but I feel like we were like either not at that point or just didn't like her that Mm -hmm. much so then she's like why aren't you acting like you're in love with me and I'm like well because I don't and so you can't hold me accountable for not being that into you basically yes Yes. that is totally fair yeah because um yeah, you can't meet expectations that like you don't want to meet. Like she's she's mad at you for not meeting expectations that she created. Right. You know, and then you also then like oh, the, depending on how long you're with the person and how much you are uh, in love with them or not, uh, I feel like then you you might owe them certain arguments or certain uh, time allotted for arguments. And some of the time, like for B, for instance, it's like, well, if you've only been together for that long, it's like you don't like I wouldn't want to argue with someone like that. It's like this should be the right. easiest time of our exactly. entire relationship. Why are we arguing about anything? Yes. Yeah. That's a bad sign, I think, if you've been together for two months and, and two months the fights are outweighing the happy times. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know if it's relevant, but one of my favorite quote, John Updike regarding reviewers that review things. He said, do not blame him for not achieving what he did not attempt. And I feel like it's yeah. kind of like what you're talking like he like she was blaming you for not meeting this relationship expectation totally. in a relationship that like you never attempted to have. Yeah. I My uh, uh, um well I guess these people know who I'm talking about if they're listening. Uh my brother and a woman is kind of that situation. And so it's a thing where like, you know, say Oh, I shouldn't have said it was my brother. <laughs> anyway, basically, I don't know if she listens to it. She might be a huge fan of you guys. Yeah. But uh, but basically, like, you know, she was in a super um, long relationship. And then it's uh, it's hard to bounce back and be in the next one because then you are have certain expectations. Yeah. You know, and Absolutely. so then it's like, why aren't you doing this thing? It's like, well, I'm not that guy that you're with for yeah. 10,000 right. years or whatever. Guys, the moral here is take a breath. Yeah. Don't don't cur- cause drama. Curb your expectations. Yeah. And just make sure you're on the same page. And on that note, it is time for our Reason of the Week Breakdown. We are going to play a game with you, Jonathan, called Professional Wrestler Catchphrase. Already, or already love it. Loaded, already love it. Loaded text. Yeah. It's, it. it's hard to tell the difference. Maybe you're a little too aggressive. And so we're going to play a game. You have to tell us and guess whether you think it's a professional wrestler's catchphrase or just like a loaded text message. Well, I might have a leg up because... You're a fan. I'm a huge fan of professional wrestling. Oh shit! Uh, All right, well that's good. Good for you. Neat, very but, easy. Although you'll be shocked by uh, the the subtle differences. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So is this like a text message of somebody trying to start drama or uh, someone's catchphrase? Angela, kick it off. Okay. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Dude, Kurt Angle. 
Holy shit, you are really good at this game. Um, okay. I like they said that a we, million times in high school. We weren't even going to make you guess the wrestler. You just had to guess if it was a wrestler. Oh, my bad. My, yeah, yeah, no, you're but, good. No, but, but great. Yeah, bonus points. Bonus. Bonus points. Uh, next one. Uh, if that's what you want to do. That's a loaded question. Wow, two for two. <laughs> Angela was I mean, But it was skeptical. It was skeptical. Okay, all right. The only thing that's for sure about me is nothing's for sure. <laughs> I mean, it has to be a loaded question, right? No. Actually, it's Sting. The wrestler really? Sting. The wrestler Sting. You know what really threw me off was the way I knew you were doing this, too. <laughs> I knew you were doing that, but I was just like, fuck, We're just going to read them all like angry girls. Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> okay, next one. Also, wasn't a huge Sting fan. So. Right. WCW. <laughs> yeah, I did watch I, Nitro. I'll throw that out there. I watched WCW as a child. Nobody else, everybody else was watching WWF. I was going You're back, so I was cool. always going back and forth between the channels. Okay. I was watching uh, uh, bowling. Really? My parents used that's, to, I didn't think that's where you were going with that. <laughs> my parents used to re- record bowling matches on uh, VHS for me, and that was my favorite thing to do. I'd watch them over and over when I would wake up instead of morning cartoons. I'm I was weird. instantly <laughs> fascinated by your childhood now. I want to know everything else. <laughs> well, wow. we'll talk after this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next up uh, is who's next? I mean, it has to be, uh, I don't know who it is, but wait, who's, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's a loaded question. Don't overthink it. Go with your. What was your? You, come on, you were about. Yeah, to I was going to say wrestler. I'm giving you that one because you. Who's next? You, that was we're Goldberg. not. This. We're, yes. This yeah. is not the SATs. We're not like trying to like triple, triple. Well, trick we are you. trying to trick you. A we bit. are trying to. But the thing is, like the in, uh, intonation is really, really killer. You guys are doing a great job with that. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> we're okay. We're, we're, we'll, we'll try to. I wish we. I don't know if we should read these monotone because we're trying to. No, like, do it the sure. way you're doing. It. You're okay. Already, What's yeah, next trippy. for us? What's next for us? Uh, loaded question. Yeah. What's right. next for us? Wait, which? What's uh, next? Oh, and the wrestler for who's next was Goldberg. Yeah, I said yeah. it. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, that's the bottom line. Oh, because Stone Cold said so. Yes, he did. <laughs> Steve Austin, baby. If I got that one wrong, my my wrestler cred would be in serious jeopardy. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, K. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's a loaded question. You're right. Yes. Although if I was a professional wrestler, that would be that yours. Would be my catchphrase. <laughs> well, there is a, well I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. Go on. Oh, is there is there? A no, I was gonna say there, there is this one uh, wrestler who did have like his catchphrase was indeed. Oh. And so, and that one could be indeed. It doesn't sound like a catchphrase. I love that. I love that as yeah. a, indeed. It's like very. Indeed. Well, they were Japanese, Bougie. and they always had. Uh, uh, they were always dubbed over. And so it was like this. So it was like this random white person that was like, "Indeed," because <laughs> they so funny. didn't have a command of the language. So, got it. Next up, do whatever you want. Uh, loaded question. Or yep, lo- that is a loaded text. Do whatever you want. Okay, care. this is a hard one. Choke on that, slap nuts. <laughs> I want to hear you say it one more time. Choke on that, slap nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, text, right? Uh, Wait, do we? I wouldn't even <laughs> slap nuts. I, was like, I mean, not, that's not even loaded. That is that's very a dick. Yeah, I was more aggressive. I was, just, I was hoping that it was. Um, Jeff Jarrett was the wrestler. Oh, Double J. Yeah. All 
right. Double Fine. J. I didn't know. Double J. I don't know who these people. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I do know this last guy. This last. Uh, One that's not oh, a wrestler. <laughs> shit, that's not. Oh my God. I, just, uh, I didn't know this last girl that sent this text. Girl that sent this text. Okay. Whatever. You knew this one, I'm sure. What you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, what you gonna do when the. Uh, yeah. That was uh, Hulk Hogan. Yep. All right, he gets that because he guessed the actual wrestler. Right. All right, but, sorry. But the other, I'm mad at the ones I didn't get though. But yeah, also, I but, think you only didn't get two. But those are also you people I weren't into. The knowledge, like I'm, I'm pretty proud of us wow. that we stumped you. We didn't even like yeah. at all. We didn't even like know you were a wrestling fanatic. So yeah, yeah. this was a perfect game. Yeah, no, that's great. As soon as you said that, I was like, man, you guys really did your research. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, well, that's we, what we did. We did, we scrolled yeah. through. Uh, I don't know. Actually, do you, do you, we, we had do you tweet like four years ago about you. wrestling or something. <laughs> no, I, I guess there is no uh, evidence on the internet of my now wrestling there is. Maybe now I, there I, is. I maybe I called your mom uh, and asked her. Would your mom even know? My mom doesn't know who I am. <laughs> she does. I'm kidding. This is not like some dark thing that we just like, got into. Oh God! <laughs> what, what have I done? No, I mean like she wouldn't. No, I guess she would know. She totally knows because she used to yell at me to go to sleep. Uh, but wrestling would end like not at eleven o'clock. It would end at like eleven oh five. Oh, and no. that and those five minutes were me and my mother yelling at each other before we go to bed. <laughs> Shut up! It's almost done. It's yeah. almost done. Mom, we go through this every Monday. <laughs> five more minutes. Um, oh. Well, guys, we hope we cleared up this week's reason of the week. That is mm-hmm. it for this episode of This Is Why You're Singles podcast. For more reasons you're single, you can check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Our audiobooks available on Audible. Uh, thank you so much, Jonathan Fernandez, for coming on the podcast. This was this was Very a great episode. Fun. It was my pleasure. And I wish, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for interrupting. I should have been uh, you at some point. I did. No, I was just going to, I was just going to start plugging your Twitter. That was oh. it. I was going to say, you can follow him on Jthan prime, J J T H A N prime. Any other plugs? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I used to be every once in a while. Uh, not every once in a while regularly. Um, and no, I guess when's that's your next it. show. Uh, May 13th or something. Some Stone Monday. Cold Fox? No, it's uh, Mama's Gotta Go. Mama's Gotta Go. Yeah, soon. I don't I don't know anything about All right, my look, life. Look up them on just follow, UCB. follow Jonathan on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, do that. Look at all the updates. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I did want to say that uh, not only do we share the same month in, in terms of engagement story, but also, don't we have the same... Didn't we get married on the same day, but different years? What? May 23rd. Oh, what? I thought you were June... My, do we have the same birthday in September? No, October. Are you a, a Scorpio? Virgo. Shit. We're both Virgos. What else Virgo do we have too? in common? Yeah. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's right. something. If yeah. only we had like the like when the Daily Show runs long, they, they have like the extra interview online. Yeah, yeah. Go to ComedyCentral.com. <laughs> ComedyCentral.com. Uh, Laura and Jonathan talking about their <laughs> wedding dates. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow us, you can follow our joint account at your single show on Twitter and Instagram. Um, our personals are at Sparadactyl and Laura has like a million different handles. <laughs> Sorry, I just changed them. Thanks to our uh, listener that helped me find a new one. On Instagram, it's at the Laura Lane. No more double underscores. And on Twitter, there's just one underscore. It's at Laura Lane underscore. If you guys can find me a better one, I'll change my handle again. I'm trying. I'm trying to work on my uh, marketing here. Yeah. And uh, Snapchat, I now have, which is Laura Lane right. NYC. I need to get it standard across the board. <laughs> if you guys have any ideas out there, let us know. Uh, but anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Um, we will see you guys next week for a whole new show. Bye. 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 
That was a HeadGum Podcast.